This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When we talked at the owners' meetings, I think it was uh, down in Palm Beach, you had talked about learning from last year moving forward. So kind of reflecting on that and looking at where you are now, how do you think maybe as a team and an organization, you're better for having gone through that? Oh, well, I mean, if you had two hours, we could sit here and talk for two hours, probably. Uh, there's some big things or some smaller things. And um, I think just overall, I think, you know, you, you learn a lot through your through your experience, whether it's positive or negative, and, and, you, and, you, and you use it as you go forward, as you move forward, and as a person individually, as a, as a team in this case. Um, you know, I think when you're in those in those games, just being in those games to begin with <clears throat> is, a, is, is a great educator for, for us as, as coaches, players, and again, our football team. Uh, just a quick follow to that, and, and then I'll move on. But um, I thought the final drive at Baltimore said a lot, having covered, you know, the team for your tenure. Um, and it's tough, you know, game to game. Sometimes there isn't carryover, but it seemed to me like looking at what you've all been through and specifically 13 seconds, um, those type of experiences, there seemed to be a lot that kind of went into that with the execution on that final drive from coaching through player execution. Is that a fair assessment? Are you talking about the Baltimore drive now? The Baltimore game. Yeah, the end of the Baltimore game. Is, is that a fair take on that? Well, I think it, I don't think it's uh, the only reason, but I would say that again, that's where experience and um, when you go through things like that, it, re it refines you, it doesn't define you, but it refines you if you're, if you handle it the right way um, and, it, and it makes your process better. It makes things that we do better um, because you do a lot of, you do a lot of research, you do a lot of soul searching and Hey, what can we do better? Even when you win, even when you get the result that you're looking for, you go back like we've done today, a better part of today earlier in terms of, hey, you know, did we did we do this right? Could we have done that better? What if this? What if that? So you're always, you know, you're always just trying to trying to improve in every facet of what we do and how we do it. A couple of years ago that you you wanted to, you know, know what it was like enjoying the Gatorades late in games. Uh, did you get that opportunity yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> It was nice to uh, it was nice to see some of our young play, younger players who who hadn't been out there as much uh, yesterday get out there and, and have a chance to play and get experience and and uh, and close the game out the right way. What goes into you know all these different ways of strategizing to prepare for these games on a week to week? Now you're doing a good job of juggling the roster, you know, each week dealing with the nuances of the game, um, just to make sure that guys are ready to step into play. What really goes into that? 
Yeah, Mookie, you know, Mookie, when you look at it, what I mentioned after the game was the coaches are doing a fantastic job of making sure these uh, players are ready to go, um, not just the starters, but but the backups, primary backups, secondary backups. Uh, and then the players have to take ownership and responsibility on their end as well, um, because you could go from playing one snap one week to to 20 snaps the next or 60 snaps. So um, and there's a lot that goes into that as well in terms of uh, their own personal conditioning and and, uh, you know, knowing the system and the game plan so they can execute at a high level. Coach, how much does uh, having Ed Oliver and Jordan Phillips, you know, really boosts that defense of, uh, you know, for you guys? Well, they're a big part of what we do. Um, we count a lot, you know, rely a lot on our defensive line. And, and it was good to have those two back out there yesterday. I think they're both, um, you know, getting healthier now, which is good. They're not uh, probably where they want to be yet, but hopefully this week is another step for them both. We were talking to Taryn jo Johnson yesterday after the game and, just ask him a little bit about DeMar Hamlin. Now with that sample size of three games, watching what he's done coming in, filling in for Micah Hyde, not a not an easy task. He said there's been no drop-off. I mean, how how from your perspective, how have you seen DeMar handle this opportunity and what's allowed him to kind of sustain that level of play for your defense? Well, he's, he's just getting started, really. Um, I thought he played uh, good football yesterday, as did Jaquan Johnson. Um, they're only going to get better with more and more experience. I think that's a great teacher, as I've already mentioned, uh, not on this topic, but another topic, obviously. And, um, you know, so the feedback they're, they got from today's film review should help them going into next week's game. Um, and, and so I just think it's, it's good. And, and you, know, you can lay a, continue to lay a good foundation. They both got good reps in the spring, some in the summer as well, uh, when Jordan and Micah uh, were out. So, um, I think tomorrow's off to a, to a good start and, and how he progresses from here will be pivotal for, for our defense. And obviously you guys are probably just getting started on Kansas city. How unique of an opportunity is it to watch them play tonight? And will you watch that whole game and then start the film study tomorrow? How does that process work? And I don't know, even know how many times maybe you've been in this situation to watch your next opponent live like this. Yeah, it happens from time to time. Um, it is nice to be able to watch a little bit on television, but Sometimes that can be a distraction too when you're trying to get, you know, go through your normal process, normal routine on a Monday night, what you're trying to get accomplished for the next morning. Hey, Sean, just a couple injury questions really quick. Do you have any update on Jordan, Tremaine, um, Isaiah McKenzie? Do you know any, what their statuses might be as we're in the early portion of the week? Yeah. Um, you know, Jordan remains in the, in the protocol, um, all others are improving. I think it's just the best general way to, to classify it right now, Heather. And, and I'll know more uh, probably Wednesday for you guys. Jor Jordan in protocol or uh, Isaiah? Did I said Jordan? Isaiah McKenzie okay. is in protocol. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the only one that's, you know, that's uh, yeah. in a little bit of a different classification right now. Yeah. I just, I just wanted, just wanted to make sure there was uh, nothing else there. Um, And then, Will we see Tredavious out there at all, possibly this week, or is that still up in the air? Yeah, we're going to continue to take it one day at a time. He's doing a good job with his rehab. He's attacked it, and when he's ready to roll, uh, he'll be out there. And then looking at Kyrie's game, I know you touched on it a little bit after the game about how sometimes you have to uh, make sure that he enjoys 
the moments that he does have success. Um, we talked to him after the game. He was really hard on himself that I didn't play up to my potential, even though I got the pick. Just um, what do you see from him, from his mentality, and then just how he's handled the increased workload over the past couple of weeks? Yeah, his mentality, um, he's very serious about, about what he's trying to accomplish, what he's doing out there. He takes his job seriously and uh, in a very mature, <clears throat> very mature approach. A uh, very professional approach, and you know, but you do want to be able to <clears throat> take a break a little bit from time to time, especially I mean, we don't get a lot of breaks during the week or, or the season. But when you can get those windows of time where you can push back, I think it is healthy, um, especially for for mindset. And then um, it's a long season, so these rookies are you know, they're going into a season where they haven't played, uh, you know, for the months uh, or the stretch of time that we're going to play this season, and um, you know, so it's new. So just trying to keep it fresh, trying to get their reps so that they can get their rest and, and come back fresh every week. And I think, uh, I think he's off to a good start and uh, I'm sure there's some plays he wants back in yesterday's game, but he'll learn from those. What'd you see from Khalil yesterday that impressed you the most? Well, um, I mean, I, I, I'd seen the poise before the, the maturity, um, he's got a good feel. I mean, you know, a lot of this we've seen in practice, right? Uh, now he just, the thing yesterday was he had more opportunities on the ball. Um, I mean, the opportunities he had on the ball in the Baltimore, <clears throat> the Baltimore game, he was productive as well. Um, I thought the play down the middle of the defense, the ball that Josh threw and then connection play that he made with a, with a linebacker right up in his, in his chest was very impressive. Uh, you know, I thought overall the receivers as a group caught the ball extremely well yesterday. You guys have played this team so many times. I think since 2020, this is the team you've played the most, tied with the Patriots and the Dolphins. So two division teams. So I guess the question is kind of, when you prepare for a game like this, an opponent like this, are you preparing off of what you see them do now or what has worked or hasn't worked for you in the past? Or is it a combination of everything? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's probably a hybrid of everything. Um you know, to not look at this season and, and what they've done this year uh, probably wouldn't be, uh, you know, us doing a full evaluation like we should. And then um, not not using uh, what what we've done against them or what they've done against us would be about the same. So I think you've got to kind of spread the canvas out a little further and and go back to what they've done this year and also what, what they've done against us. I know that this is a very competitive sport and you guys want to win every game that you play. And I know there's been some really tough moments against this team, but in hindsight, are the bills in a better position now because of the games they've played against these chiefs over the last couple of years that have been so competitive and so good? Well, I just think, um, I think that's probably a better question for, for, uh, for you guys to write. I mean, I think we are, uh, the organization certainly in a better position as a whole. Um, I think we've been, you know, a successful team like the chiefs have been, and, um, you know, it, it's good to have, uh, you know, opportunities to compete against, against a good football team and a good organization like we're going to have, uh, come yeah. Sunday. Hey, Sean, I'm kind of going off Matt's question. I was curious, the familiarity that you have with the Chiefs and they have with you, is, do you have to be kind of careful, I guess, not to like overthink it, switch too much thought into changing things or messing up with that? I guess, can the familiarity help you and hurt you? How do you kind of view that? Yeah, it's probably, Elena, uh, a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you try and, 
find that sweet spot every week with, with the, uh, with the right game plan. And our coaches have done a really good job with, with that this year of balancing volume with, uh, um, you know, having, you know, trying to hit the bullseye at the same time with the game plan. So, uh, um, you know, we'll work at that this week and it's a very good opponent. Um, they've been very good for, for a number of years since Sandy's been there in particular. So, uh, we look forward to the challenge and, and, uh, we've got to have a good week of practice, obviously. The explosive plays really got going yesterday in kind of a way they hadn't previously. You know, there were a ton of big 20-plus yard plays. What do you think led to that specifically? What Was there just the Steelers' defense or the way the offense was clicking? Like, where do you think that came from? Well, I thought the game plan, again, you start there with the game plan, the details of the game plan, the players understood the details, and, and then the execution. You've got to be able to execute those uh, in order to, to get the ball down the field like we did. And um, again, fundamentally, I thought, you know, Josh put the ball in some really uh, um, high level areas, just in terms of the execution piece and the, and the receivers fundamentally uh, made some great plays on the ball and, uh, and the tight ends as well. So that was good to see. And I'd say the same for the backs. I thought we caught the ball extremely well fundamentally yesterday. And that was, that was good to see. And that's some of the detail we talk about. And then this is kind of off topic, but um, you obviously spent a lot of time with Steve Wilkes in Carolina. Um, he was named the interim head coach there today. Just what kind of coach is he? And for you personally, knowing him, um, to see him get another chance to be a head coach. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Obviously, it's the unfortunate part of our of our business uh, when, when a coach gets let go. Um, never easy. Um, in terms of uh, Coach Wilkes, uh, a lot of respect for Coach Wilkes. Uh, you know, he, he was on... Uh, the staff with me in Carolina was our defensive backfield coach when I was the coordinator. Um, and then I think he went on for one year as the coordinator then, then to Arizona. So, um, you know, he's, he's had success in the different capacities he's been. Uh, I'm sure he has a vision for how he wants it to look and go. And, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to watching them from afar and, and uh, seeing how they're going to do. I know every, you know, you, we hear you talk a lot about how every year's different. It changes every year. Um, no Tyreek Hill on the other sideline for once. Um, obviously, you saw him already earlier this season uh, down in Miami. But how does that change? And how have you seen that change the way Kansas City does things now? I'm really not, probably really not far enough into the film, Josh. That's a great question, but I'm probably not far enough into the film to really answer that. Uh, completely right now because I just haven't had the time to get into it uh, yet, but um, I'll have a better answer for you maybe on Wednesday, but I mean, he's an elite player, right? Tyreek is. And, and when you have that speed, that elite speed, timing wise allows you to do some things, but that said, they have, they went out and found speed too. Um, you know, they still have uh, Hardman there, Nicole Hardman, and, and they've got the other guys that they brought in. Um, so uh, they've got the speed, you know, with, Valdez there and um you know he's he's an elite player as well so um and then they brought in Juju as well and you know Andy's never going to be without weapons he's just he always uh stockpiles them and, and it seems like they 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 re retool every year and they make it uh very hard to defend not only from a weapon standpoint but schematically as well in regards to having the bye following this game does that play into maybe how you approach guys who might be close being ready to be able to play. Um, obviously, you know, everybody is going to kind of know what's at stake. And, you know, this is a big game against, you know, maybe maybe your biggest rival uh, right now in the NFL. But 
given that there would be a, a lot of extra time to maybe get guys right for the remainder of the season with the buy that follows, does that play into your approach with, with some of the guys that are, that are banged up right now? Yeah, that's a good point. It's not off the table. Um, that consideration, um, with the guys we have, we'll factor that in, um, with some and maybe not some others, just depending on where they're at in their, in their return to play. Uh, progression Jay so um, yeah we do factor that in it's just not in every situation because not every in, in every situation uh, will will we need to factor that in it looks like so um, I think I think we're in a pretty good spot uh, with some of these guys getting healthier than they were last week last week um, you know we held some guys out that um, you know we're, we're, we're getting close um, so we'll just see where it goes this week one housekeeping thing I actually I forgot about the back end of last week. Could you explain what happened um, with Tavon Austin? Saw that a non-injury settlement. Yeah, it was just a you know parting of ways there between a player and, and an organization and a team there. And um, so we appreciate Tavon. He was he brought great energy to our team, in particular on the practice field, and played some roles that uh, you know he wasn't that weren't his primary position here on on, on the roster. So. Uh, that's really where, where it left off. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 